electric hour presents psychedelic sounds there of Jeff Atiti's Nile, a song called Blue Spirit Blues. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Out of This World. I'm your host Mark M and this week, as always, I'll be taking you on a voyage around the cosmos, taking in some of the best alternative music from across many genres. Stick around, we've got plenty coming up in the next hour, including some drunken jazz, some nightmarish 90s corporate nostalgia, and some angsty goth rock attitude. Up next though, from his most recent 2020 album, I Grow Tired But Dare Not Fall Asleep, this is Ghost Poet.
Ulrika Spacek there, the track called Full of Men. That's off their 2017 album, Modern English Decoration. I do really enjoy the sound of this band, um, especially the way that they managed to achieve this psychedelic vibe. Maybe not so much in this song, but um, in a lot of the stuff that I've heard. But they do it without overusing effects, which I think is quite maybe overdone these days it's a bit you know a lot of bands just tend to have this idea that like to achieve maximum psychedelia you need to just slap on as many reverbs and delays and and other effects to just you know secure your position as a psychedelic band um not that you know Ulrika Spacing is necessarily aiming for that but I think you could definitely class them in with with you know these kinds of bands um, you know, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, to an extent, Tame Impala. I'm just naming some of the, you know, most well-known psychedelic contemporary bands. Um, but yeah, I, I guess they kind of remind me a bit more of maybe the Velvet Underground or the No Wave Movement bands like uh, Sonic Youth. I think they, you know, they fit in with that scene quite nicely. Before that, we had the unmistakable talk singing, I guess you'd call it, of Ghost Poet, um, the London-based artist, nominated twice now, I think, for the Mercury Prize, although I don't think he's won it yet, but fingers crossed, um, and that was the title track of his latest album, I Grow Tired But Dare Not Fall Asleep, which came out in May this year. Continuing the 2020 music goodness, we've got one of the many amazing albums to have been released this year, and this next track from an album that is actually entirely COVID-themed. This is Quarantina by Tendalonius. Thank you. 
You are tuned into all to this world with Mark M. You are tuned into all to this world with Mark M.
wonderful Taeko Onuki there with a track called Le Adventure de Tintin and that's off her 1985 album Copin and that track perhaps being one of the most 80s sounding songs I've heard in a long time uh, Taeko Onuki part of what's known as the city pop movement um, which was a kind of a moment in, in Japanese pop music spanning maybe from the late 70s up until the early 90s that obviously coincided with pop in the West in, in, in its use and embracing of technology, you know, synthesizers, samplers, uh, uh, electronic drums, all of that. But I think what gives the genre that very recognizable Japanese sound is the way that it kind of draws upon other styles outside of pop, especially maybe jazz fusion which was really at its peak at that time as well and yeah i think you can hear that quite a lot in the in the chord changes uh, they tend to be a bit more complex or, or colorful uh, less straightforward progressions than a lot of western pop music and i think taiko anuki was quite an important figure in, in japanese pop music um, she collaborated quite a lot with the legendary musician composer uh, Ryuchi Sakamoto and just yeah a very interesting artist overall before that we had the flautist saxophonist and producer Tendalonius who has been a kind of a key figure in the new London jazz scene that's the title track off of his latest album Quarantena or Quarantina however you'd like to pronounce that um, as you can guess, it's a very COVID-themed album. Uh, the very playful track titles there, such as Lockdown Boogie, uh, Mask Up, Glove Up, COVID Blues. Uh, yeah, the list goes on. If you like your jazz kind of trippy with a, an 80s, 90s nostalgic twist to it, I would highly recommend that album. Up next, we've got the latest track from one of my favorite new acts of 2020. This is Strong Boy.
the noughties classic there for you, that's Thieves Like Us, with a track called Drugs In My Body, and that's off the 2007 EP of the same name. I quite like the sound of that band, very interesting, a mix of, of kind of kraut rock, Italo disco, maybe some French disco there, and a style that might be best described as sleazy, sexy dance music. And kicking things off there, we had the duo Strongboy, who have kind of just came out of nowhere this year and are already killing it. Uh, they are fronted by the South African Alice Phoebe Lou, who I've played on a previous show, actually. I uh, can't recommend her enough, as well as uh, Strongboy. And this project, I think, is quite different to her other stuff in that it's, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, a bit more edgy. And the way they describe themselves on their Spotify bio is genuinely superficial, sleazy, sassy, and only bangers. So I think it seems to me that Alice Phoebe Lou, with this project, is kind of trying to move away from the image that she has uh, with her solo stuff, uh, trying to, you know, come with a bit more attitude, I guess. And yeah, I think you can definitely hear that on some of the other tracks that they've released so far, um, especially Honey Thighs, which is quite lyrically blunt and just to the point, I guess. And keeping things woozy, we've got a track called Drunk by Sungazer.
tuned in to Alt of This World with Mark M. You are tuned in to Alt of This World with Mark M. You are tuned in to Alt of This World with Mark M. Pioneer of jazz from outer space. That was Sun Ra and his orchestra with Sun Song. And that's off his debut album there, originally titled Jazz by Sun Ra, which was released, or at least recorded in 1956, and then re-released uh, with the title changed to Sun Song in the mid-60s. And I think Sun Ra 
definitely one of the most important figures in uh, the history of jazz music. While he might not be remembered um, as an innovator in, in the way that, say, um, Miles Davis and John Coltrane were. I mean, he was by some, but you know, these are he's not one of the first names that comes to mind. I think he definitely was very instrumental in implementing this kind of out there jazz sound, you know, very avant-garde, uh, very experimental. He liked to, um, you know, try new things all the time. Um, and I think in that way, he was very, he definitely influenced a lot of his contemporaries. You could maybe even hear that in some Miles Davis's later work, you know, when he, when he began to experiment a bit more with sort of the psychedelic sound, you know, which you can hear on albums like Bitches Brew and On the Corner. And sticking with the theme of the sun during these cold days, we had Sun Gazer before that with a track called Drunk, a really interesting woozy track that obviously tries to give you that feeling. And if you didn't know, that band consisting of the well-known music theory YouTuber Adam Neely. And on that note, I have to mention that I'm quite aware that sometimes when I do get into a musical monologue, um, I often tend to drop in sort of without even realizing just drop in bits of music theory that you might not necessarily understand uh, if you're not a musician and you know I have to apologize for that because sometimes I think I just do without thinking. Up next a band which I think perfectly fuses socio-political commentary and kitsch indulgence. This is Insecure Men with Mekong Glitter. Yeah. 
specialist overnight. Just ask Ben Brumley of Cardinal Carrier. Our company has been in business for 54 years.
was Nimesh there in collaboration with Auto and Loose Link. A track called Climbing the Corporate Ladder off the album Dream Sequence from 2014. It's quite an interesting album to me and certainly one of the more polished um, products of what's been called the vaporwave scene. And I use the word products quite tongue in cheek there, I guess. Um, if you're not familiar with the vaporwave scene, and I'll admit I wasn't until pretty recently actually, um, it's basically one of the many online genres of music that's, unlike a lot of them, has actually stuck around. So basically, it's surfaced more or less early 2010s, so you know, nearly a decade ago. And essentially, the aesthetic of the genre is that it's a kind of a critique of late capitalism and consumerism. And that song that you just heard, you know, there was kind of excerpts from adverts and, you know, like on this album particularly, there's there's tracks called, you know, there's one called Avon where you literally just hear jingles um, of different Avon commercials throughout the years. And it's kind of almost like a collage of, of these sounds that are put together to make a new, uh, ironically, what you call a product. And I, I guess... That's where a lot of the criticism comes in of this genre. So like punk rock, it's a genre that really is defined by its ideology. So it's more than just the the sound of the genre. That does obviously play a big part of it, naturally. Um, But this idea that it's a genre that attempts to critique capitalism and consumerism, while really just being a part of that system itself, um, and kind of prolonging these ideas and this ideology. Um, I mean, if you, for instance, if you had to go to the band camp of any of these artists, you can buy these albums, you know, so they themselves are products. And I think it's an interesting debate, you know, can something that is being marketed and being, being sold as a product within a capitalist society or system really be regarded as an authentic criticism? Either way, it is a wonderful track. Before that, we had a track called Mekong Glitter by Insecure Men. It's a duo, one half of which is Saul Adamchevsky, who's a founding member of Fat White Family, and Ben Romans Hopcroft. It is the end of the show, I'm afraid, and I've had so much fun, as always, putting this together. I will leave you now with Bauhaus, the original goth rockers, and this is a track called the Sanity Assassin from their 1983 album Burning from the Inside. I do hope you enjoyed, and if you allow it, I will be on your speaker system next Wednesday evening.